and welcome to a Monday morning quarterback episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I am a tiny habit certified coach. I am an inspiration, and I love football. I analogies. was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about you, is that you love American football. I sure do. <laughs> oh my goodness, more than the just funny. about no, I like anything it. at all. I like it. I like it. Uh, but Monday morning quarterback. I'm your host. This is We Only Look Thin, and with me today is... Donald Weigel, your Sunday morning quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't we hear more about Sunday He's morning the goat. quarterbacks? Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm the goat because <laughs> I'll eat everything, including tin cans. <laughs> exactly. Oh I um, love that little tin can eating goat on the uh, Droopy Dog cartoon. Oh, yeah. Man, those goats ate everything. Yeah, just like me. They, but they would eat all your clothes except for boxers, yeah, which right. I thought was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're respectful enough to leave your, your boxer shorts. Um, I am Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds and kept it off for about four years. And uh, we're here to talk about about it. And why are we talking about football anyway? We are talking about football because of the movie I never saw called Any Given Sunday. Oh, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic movie that I never saw. <laughs> I have no I idea. I think it was about football. No idea I think if Al it was Pacino, good. one no, of my it, other favorites, was in it. It, Wasn't it was about football. I actually don't I remember. I don't know. If you know what Let's it was about. Let's just assume it was Al Pacino and uh, I think... Uh, um, Cameron uh, Diaz was Cameron in it. Cameron Diaz, yes. I could not think of her oh, name. Thank you. Favorite. Thank you for coming Well, through. I think it's funny that we did a whole episode. Jamie Foxx. Jamie That's Fox who else was, was in, in it. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. Uh, we like doing callbacks to things that we never talked about. Yeah, that but... we've never seen. Exactly. <laughs> never talked about or seen. But what we're talking about today is that Monday morning feeling of regret that you have over another weekend off your goals how could I let this happen? Somehow, magically, next weekend, I promise I won't make the same caloric mistakes. Uh, or maybe you even jump on the scale Monday morning. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know who does that, but some people do that. And they're like, but I was so good all week. Why didn't I lose weight? This is unfair. Yeah, this is another thing that we run into a lot is people saying, I'm doing everything right. And it Turns out what they're doing is sticking to a plan Monday through Friday or even Monday through Thursday. Yeah. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they are very much not sticking to a plan and just indulging for three straight days. And, you know, this is sort of related to last week's episode we did about vacations, but you know, I'm unfortunately going to throw some math at you. Like, oh, I was going to say, there's no math in this. Is there? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, unfortunately, there's math. So Saturday and Sunday, just two days, that is 28.5% of your week. I'm not Which basically, if we think that. about it, is 30% of your week. And if you throw in Friday, so I, I'm just indulging on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that is just short of 43% of your week. How? 43% is real close to half your week well, you're spending indulging. Well, and I think the reason people don't think about it that way is that you think of Monday through Friday as a five-day thing. Right. And if you're off one day out of five, then that's like that's not bad. I'm at an 80% success rate. That's fine. But it turns out it's actually 42%. 
of your week. Yeah. So the math is a little, it depends on where you lay the numbers. But And, um, and just to throw some more math at you, which uh, everyone loves math. That's why they come to this podcast. If you eat 1,800 calories a day, Monday through Thursday. Yeah, that, that's, that's what a, I do. That's a pretty reasonable amount of calories. If you do 1,800 calories Monday through Thursday, but then you eat 3,500 calories, which... For three days. Let's be frank. 3,500 calories is a pretty good chunk, but I'm capable of a lot yeah. more than that. But let's just say you do 3,500 for for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You've brought your weekly average up to 2,500 a day. <laughs> And I know for me, like, I will gain weight if I'm up around 2,500 every day. You mean like me for the last two weeks? <laughs> You're uh, saying I'm oh. responsible for my choices? <laughs> We're supposed but, to be telling people how not to do this. Well, here's the thing. And I think Donald said it, but I can't remember because we talk a lot. Yeah. Is that I hear a lot of times people say they're doing all the right things. I think you did actually say that at the very beginning. I'm yeah. doing all the right things and I'm just maintaining. I don't know what's happening. And then if you take a question like that on the surface, right. suddenly you want to go like, you should switch plans. You should drop your calorie goal. You should like you try to troubleshoot with actually with without asking questions like, so you track every day? Yes. Every weekday I track, but I don't track on weekends. Oh, well, maybe we need to look at that instead of doing something more drastic during the week. Because when we do extreme things, we get to that point of maybe overeating even more on the weekend to make up for undereating in the weekday. Yeah. And one thing that I think that people don't talk about unless you're Catherine and I'm I, excited to find out what it um, is. I discovered one of the keys to actually hitting my goal weight and to maintaining it was to stop lying to myself. What? <laughs> I, it turns out that I was super great at telling myself that I was trying as hard as I could, that I was doing everything that I can, that I just, it was my metabolism, that it was my willpower, that I was just, you know, I was raised a certain way that, you know, led me towards it. It turned out I was just actually lying to myself and I was just eating more calories than I was burning on a consistent basis and not really facing up to it. Oh, boy. Can you imagine <laughs> if you actually had, like, uh, Terry Bradshaw is a commentator, right? Yes. Okay, Terry Bradshaw. That's See, I'm true. saying words. Yeah. Um, give me one other name. Let's just uh, say that first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Now I'm drawing. Uh, Chris Collinsworth. There we go. If, if they actually did a Monday morning recap and were like, well, we're following up on the Wiles this weekend. Uh, they had yeah. a great successful week, but then they dropped the ball and the, the yard lines of things on Monday. If you had, I like this. If this you is had good, yeah. commentators actually going, well, Catherine once again left the house without eating anything before going to Costco and then Target and then grocery shopping. She did great in the first quarter, and then she totally biffed it by eating all of the samples at Costco. Yeah, you, you don't see a veteran with this sort of lackluster behavior. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I think we've got a new yeah, angle. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if you actually, like... Get, oh, I'm going to throw out some math to you. Oh, no. You don't even know. <laughs> More okay, math, if you, yay. If you had to guess how many Sundays there are in a year, what would you guess? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere between 
seven and four hundred. <laughs> there are uh, probably I didn't do the math this year. There's about like fifty, fifty-two yeah. uh, Sundays in a year. Yeah, and if if you go to also Saturdays, that's over a hundred days a year. Yeah, that you're. Oh, th- guess what? That's thirty percent of your that's year. Thirty percent of your year. When you say it's just your weekend and it's just one week, Holy guess cow, what? Yeah, it keeps happening. It's like that you can't fight math thing. For some reason, like saying a hundred days in a year seems even way worse than saying it's like thirty percent of your week. I like, know, and yeah, that's, that's assuming that's that you terrible. don't uh, enjoy your Taco Tuesdays. We've talked about that, or your Bagel Fridays. Yeah. So suddenly, thirty percent of your year is taken up, and we just keep every monday saying i don't know what to do i you know it's just out of my control because and then you you're not even talking about the number of years you're alive and the number of choices yeah for sure but if we keep acting like a victim to our weekends we're going to keep stalling out and we're here to tell you that you don't have to do the okay well i guess Catherine and donald are telling me to Eat perfectly every day. I've got to be at a deficit all the time. But what we are asking you to do is decide what you're ready to change. What incrementally can you improve to improve that percentage? And maybe just examine your general outlook and attitude towards weekends. Like maybe you just think that overeating on the weekend is what people do. Maybe you've just accepted that somewhere inside and maybe you haven't thought about the fact that, well, maybe I don't have to just or maybe I don't just overeat on the weekend because it's the weekend. Like maybe I will I will put some policies and habits in place that'll stop me from doing that every weekend. Maybe you have like a weekend social circle that is just like super happy to, you know, lead you into indulging. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe, I think that maybe that's a big issue. Yeah, no, for sure. Like maybe you're hanging out with people who just like they, you know, just accept that, well, it's the weekend. Like, we're we're going to, you know, eat a lot and drink a lot. Like the Morongo Lunch Bunch? <laughs> the Morongo Lunch Bunch. <laughs> Sorry, oh that's a goodness. very that's, Southern California reference. That's a Southern reference. California inside But no, joke, if yeah. you've got like, oh, you always go out to brunch with people or you always do the game night or you always do the whatever, suddenly it's a weekly incident. It's not an every once in a while thing. It's a weekly decision that you've made to not make a decision about your boundaries. Yeah. And and Donald even made an analogy about being two people, your your Jekyll and your Hyde. Yeah, and I I talked about this on the last episode because of something Catherine brought up and I think that I have done this throughout most of my life and I've really, you know, only stopped doing it in the last few years. We have this tendency to think of ourselves as, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. There is there is the the sort of work week us. Yeah. And then the weekend us. And we almost think of ourselves as two different people and or or the like normal you know, life us and the vacation us. Yeah. And really it's just all us. Aww, like, and, and we have to come to, and what I've figured out is that I had to come to a, a place where it was the same me all the time making reasonable informed choices and not, not being super restrictive for half the time and then just like going bananas the other half of the time. But, you know, sort of living a life designed around doing all of it in moderation and keeping habits in place. Well, and I think, too, that thing of like 
the work week belongs to my boss. Like I'm, yeah. you know, the, the work yeah. me, I don't get any fun. That's when I've got to put my nose to the grindstone. And on the weekend, that's my time for celebration. That's, you know, the night belongs to Michelob. I think that was a commercial. <laughs> The night doesn't belong to anybody. It doesn't belong to Michelob. (laughs) No one owns the night. Not even Michelob. (laughs) But that thing of like, well, this is my free time. This is when I get to unwind and be myself. And when we do that and we take that identity of your weekend self gets to do what you really want to do, that's just, you know, you're reliving the same sabotage week after week. So again, it's not about perfection, but it is about the opportunity to create some policies around it, your choices. Sorry. And it's about adjusting so that every weekend doesn't become a free for all. Yeah. You know, it, look, I, in, I have small indulgences virtually every day, but I don't, you know, every weekend, I don't say to myself, well, I'm going to just jam in as much as I can on the weekend, because I know I have to like resume austerity measures Monday through Friday, like you can have a balance where you're you're sticking to a plan, a reasonable plan that you don't hate all the way through, you know, all the way through the weekend. Well, and two, I'm going to throw another number at you. Oh, no. Another more math. Four- Yay, more math is what I meant to say. Another 14%. If you're super duper tanking up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yeah. and you're used to a lot of food, getting back on track on Monday yeah. is even harder because you've gone from this, in t- you know, you're eating at 3,500 calories, and then you're promising yourself you're only going to have 1,500 calories. And it can make that Monday getting back on track even harder because you're you're tired, you're over full, you're, you know, you've got a, a you know, calorie hangover. So it makes Monday even worse. So then maybe your weekend is even, maybe it's even four days, which is more than half of your week. Yeah, yeah, you get you get to that, you know, you go past three and a half days and you're <laughs> and you're in the over 50% category. So you might be asking yourself, what can I do? What can I do, Donald and Catherine? And the answer is <laughs> we were just, I was like again waiting for that, like, so what is it? So one thing you can do is to start imagining that your plan covers all seven days of the week. And that doesn't mean that you never enjoy food ever again or never have foods that you enjoy again. In fact, you know, I think that it's better, you're more likely to stick to a plan if you're eating things that you actually like, that you just, you know, adjusting the amounts of the foods. And maybe say to yourself, I'm going to eat roughly the same things on the weekend that I have during the week. But maybe instead of one of my snacks, this is actually something that I do. Maybe instead of one of my snacks on the weekend, I will have an alcoholic beverage to, you know, to. He's going wild. Yeah, so I'll, <laughs> I'll do that on a Saturday night, you know, just have one beverage instead of one of my, you know, other 150 or 200 calorie snacks. And sometimes I will adjust, you know, a lot of times Monday through Friday, I'm at work and I take things to work that are specific 
specifically like work friendly, maybe I'll have something that's better, you know, straight out of the oven or the toaster oven uh, on the weekend that I wouldn't normally be able to have at work. I'll adjust a little bit that way, but roughly sticking to the same meal plan on the weekend. Yeah. And I know, I mean, there are people who have varied weekends with family obligations or chores and that kind of thing, but having policies around like, again, just like with the vacation uh, policy, in the morning, I feel best when I have protein or I focus on lighter foods so that I don't get overwhelmed. Yeah. You know you know what you did last weekend. Hopefully, you know what you did last <laughs> you know weekend. know what you did last if, summer. If you know you're going to go to Costco and Target and Walmart to pick up stuff, you know that you're going to be hungry halfway through. So maybe it's an opportunity to eat before you leave. It might not be, you know, or you might say like, oh, I never know what's going to happen. You know what? You know you're going to get hungry. So how can you be proactive in planning for things, even if it's on the go, that fit into your plan? And also, we do this thing, I do this thing, where anytime I have an opportunity to eat out, I feel like I have to eat, I have to get the appetizer and the entree and the dessert and the drinks. And, you know, to because I never know when I'm going to have another opportunity to eat out. And, you know, guess what? I've got all the opportunities to eat out. And so eating out can just be eating outside the home. It doesn't have have to be I'm going to indulge in everything on the menu like it doesn't have to be a I'm getting my money's worth and I'm saying that in air quotes it's not about it's not about money but it's sort of like well if I'm going to eat out I'm going to really eat out well and that's the thing I would do like I'm not going to get a salad because I could do that at home guess what I'm not going to make a salad at home right right it's it is a difference between a, a true indulgence on an important holiday or something that's really special versus the benefit of me eating out is that I don't have to do dishes. I don't have to do meal prep. The kitchen is clean. Someone else is cooking for me, but I can eat something reasonable. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent party for every time I'm eating out. And adjusting your mindset around that and, you know, more importantly, your actual actions around it, um, you know, can be one of the keys to maintaining your plan you know, seven days a week. Well, and you know what? I'm going to call out. I'm going to say something you don't even know I'm saying. Oh, boy. Here it comes. Are you ready? I am. I, I don't know. I don't want to. He- if you're listening to this podcast, I don't want anyone to ever say, but there's free chips. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. not. If you're going yeah. out to a restaurant and you're going to drop $100 for, you know, a party of three to go and eat, it's not. If you're in the mood, if you're like, well, we can only go to a place that has free chips. Like, if they're on free trips, we can't even afford to go out. Nothing free is free. They are yeah. complimentary because they know that you're going to eat them. But if the chips cost $10, you'd still order them. Like, it's you're not going for the free stuff. You're a grown-up. And they may not cost you in money, but yeah. they may cost you in regret and weight gain and, and you know, shame yeah. and all kinds of other things if you find yourself just, you know, trying to get your money's worth out of the free chips. Just be honest. You're going for the chips and you like the chips and using that, well, it's not, just don't. Anyway, I'm very fired up about this subject. Yeah, for Even sure. your bread baskets also. That's a big thing. Yeah, that's that's another one. Uh, speaking of sports, hitch in the bread basket. I don't what does know, that mean? Sports, sort of like when you get hit in the, uh, the, the, stomach? the stomach area. Yeah. Yeah, like hitting the bread basket. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. It's not like the most common expression. No, but I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it uh, right. to 
in the future when we're watching the footballs together. Sounds good. <laughs> um, another uh, thing to think about is I, I think a lot of people, and I'm certainly guilty of this, go into the weekend and you have a structure Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. And so you're able to really plan all of your moments. You're able to plan when you're going to have your snacks, when you're going to eat your lunch, what you're going to take, what you're going to bring. And then you go into the weekend without a plan and you're just, you know, free floating. You're a leaf on the wind and you, you know, find yourself going like, I don't know what to do. I guess I'd better eat this indulgent takeout meal, or I guess I'd better, you know, eat this thing I have in the fridge that's more calories than I want. And it really involves doing some planning like this, the whole, you know, one of the major keys to successfully hitting and maintaining goal weight is to actually do some planning and plan your weekends just like you plan your Monday through Friday. Now, I'm not saying it, you have to, you know, structure out every minute, but at least don't go into the weekend going like, I don't know what to do. I am, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, eat things as they come up. Yeah. And, but part of that is, you know, you go to the same restaurants all the time. Right. Many restaurants have calories on the menus. If they don't, if you're going to a local place, you can look up a similar chain restaurant and see what theirs are. You can even just log in your tracker that a dinner out is 1500 calories and walk away from it and just know that you don't know what it is, but you're putting something in place because like, like Donald's or no, Donald didn't say it. I did. There are like 52 Sundays in a year, like figure it out. (laughs) Sorry. I'm so mean, but, but I used to just be like, there's nothing I can do about it. Like it's, it's always crazy. I just have no idea. Yeah. And, Look, another thing to do, and I know this is hard for a lot of people, but consider grocery shopping more often or having groceries delivered on a Friday so that you're not going into the weekend with nothing to eat, you know, at home or with nothing but the indulgent like frozen cheesecake that you left in the freezer, you know, for some reason. Yeah, Um, I saw one at Trader Joe's the other day and I said, (laughs) not today, not today. (laughs) But, you know, actually try and keep you know, stock up on things that either aren't going to go bad or actually plan ahead. And, you know, Thursday, Friday, get that grocery delivery, go actually grocery shop so that you have things that are part of your plan around so that you're not, again, you know, turning to takeout when you're frustrated and tired or, or you've had a drink or two on the weekend and you're just throwing caution to the wind, you know, don't, let yourself get into that position in the first place. Well, and two, I think a lot of people just going back to the beginning of thinking like, well, I need to do all or nothing. If you can buy back two meals on a weekend and make them in your control, you can save thousands of calories. If you decide if your weekend is usually I indulge Friday, Saturday, Sunday for dinners, maybe you can cut it back to two more indulgent meals and one more controlled. Taking back Sunday is a really great way to start your week fresh. Some calendars even start with Sunday. It's crazy. But if you... (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. I know. Hold on. I'm still reeling Reeling from from the idea. Yeah. No, but if if you're saying like, well, I go out to pubs three days a week, 
maybe make it two days a week. If you have three indulgent takeout meals, make it two indulgent takeout meals. If you have, you know, you know what numbers are, reduce, right. it by, reduce it by one. Take back a meal, take back Sunday evening. If you can do that, you're making progress. And once that feels normal, maybe take back another meal. Maybe stick, you know, like to having policies about I always eat a protein breakfast. I only have cocktails on Friday and Saturday night instead of Sunday too. Just pull it back a little bit. You're not, this isn't about like, well, no, I can't have fun with everybody in the whole world. I don't know. Everybody talks like that. (laughs) It's not about, you know, just suddenly, okay, you can't have fun. You can't enjoy things, but just pull back a little bit because it does matter. Yeah. And another mindset shift to be aware of is to try and start recognizing the difference between I worked too hard this week. I deserve this. Yeah. Versus I'm just bored and I want to eat all the food. And and really ask yourself, you know, again, are you just lying yourself into, you know, being able to eat whatever you want because you want an excuse? I had a hard week, so I'm going to indulge in all the food is very different from I just want an excuse to indulge in all the food, so I'm going to use my work week as that excuse. Well, and two, I know that there are people with lots of different circumstances. There are people who don't actually have Saturday, Sunday weekends who maybe have a midday week, whatever the weekend means to yeah. you. You know, you'd be like, but Don and Catherine, I have Wednesdays off. Like, okay, so then set it for that. But I know that – Something I've seen, we did episodes um, about it, but there are some people who work from home who say, oh, if only I worked in an office, then I would have control over my food. There are people who say, if only I worked from home, then I could have control. There are people who thrive on weekends, but their weekdays are hard. Like whatever your circumstances, know that there are people out there saying, if only I didn't have to take my kids to soccer practice, then I could control. There are people who say, if only only I was busier, then I wouldn't be as bored and yeah. I wouldn't eat. If only I wasn't so bored, I, you know, whatever the opposite is. Yeah. Like you're not one magical change in your life yeah. away from being a brand new oh, person. That's a you good know, one. you are still the, if, if you suddenly were super busy, you're still the same person who likes to eat all the food. You're just a super busy person who likes to eat all the food. Or if you were just, if you're the person who suddenly didn't have to take your kids to soccer practice, you would still be the same person who likes all the food just without the soccer practice drop off. Like that one change isn't going to magically fix all of your eating and exercise habits. Can I make a real life example of myself? Yeah. So uh, our daughter goes to school a little, a little bit far away from our home. uh, And I said to myself many days, if I didn't have to drive her to school, <laughs> yeah. then my time will free up. I haven't driven that kid to school in two weeks. And guess what? I am not a new person, it turns yeah. out, unless you put the habits in place. And seasons change. People change. Uh, sorry, I was trying to make a song reference. Oh, Another song brother. that I don't like. <laughs> I like talking about things I don't like. But I think what we're trying to say in the middle of uh, bringing up song references is that you you are an adult who is capable of making hard choices. Yep. And that part of this is that you really have to own those choices and realize that you're not just a victim of circumstance. Like the weekend doesn't just come up and you're suddenly reeling into madness because it's a Saturday or a Sunday. You're designing that 
randomness yeah. into your life. Exactly. Ooh, can I make a fun thing for the weekend too? I hope you do. Okay. So you know how uh, we used to be like, well, I don't have time to work out on weekdays because I am very busy at my job. Right. And then you're like, well, you could just work out on the weekend. And then it's like, oh, but that won't make any difference. Guess what? That's already 28% of your week. Oh, if, yeah. if you can work flip out it on around. it, flip it and do. If yeah, you you're, can you're work- almost at 30% of your year if you do that 100 days a year. Ex- Whoa, you're blowing my, you're throwing yeah. my math right back in my face. I am. But it really matters. If you can get some extra structure on your weekend by taking a class, those two days really do matter to your health if you can capture that time back. And once we stop seeing things as five days a week, two days a week, whatever, it's seven days. If we can look at that as just a continuum of choices and moderate throughout, it's much easier for me to eat moderately, eat in ways that I feel my best, and then make those small indulgences on the weekend, put some policies in place around when I you know, overeat, when I have alcohol. It matters to sustaining a healthy lifestyle. This isn't about getting to the goal weight and then being able to go back to eating you know, everything all of the time because yeah. I know what happens when that happens to me. Absolutely. So we are going to hammer it home with the same questions we asked when we did the vacation episode. How can you sneak in activity, some daily non-exercise activity thermogenesis? How can you pump up the volume? How can you doctor dishes that you have out to make them more pleasing? How can you set some boundaries with the people you are around? What can you do ahead of time to set yourself up for success before you go out starving and, oh, magically, I got to go read it. I don't know what (laughs) You know what you're doing. Eat every day. That's what people do. And then what boundaries or policies can you put in place around breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, and alcohol to set yourself up for success? Buying back a day, buying back a meal of your week really does matter in seeing progress on the scale. If you're stuck or if you're gaining, it's a choice and you have the opportunity to take an action that will help you toward your goal instead of putting you in the Red zone. Yeah. No, the red zone's a no, good thing. Yeah, the red zone's What's a, a good thing. What's a bad thing? The uh, penalty box. Sure. What's <laughs> <laughs> a, a flag? The, the famous the famous penalty box in football. What's yeah. a bad thing in football? Um, yeah, a, a flag, sure. A okay. penalty. I mean, there are penalties, but there's no penalty box. Okay. So what can you do? Football reference? Yes. Football <laughs> reference. Touchdown. Touchdown. And you've scored a touchdown by listening to this show. Yay. And we thank you very much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, I really do. I know yeah. I say that at the end of the episode, but I, I genuinely, like, I am really grateful. You know, anytime somebody reaches out to us and tells us that they enjoy the show and that it's actually made a difference to them, I mean, it is why we do this. You know, we're, we're doing it because we're hoping that we can help other people uh, do what Catherine and I have done. And it really makes us feel good as selfishly. It makes <laughs> us feel good to help you accomplish your goals. And if you would like to listen to other episodes of this show, you can find them wherever you found this one. Also, you can find them anytime on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at our website, you can click on the link for join our support group and find out more about Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place. It is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. It is not a weight loss plan, but it is a place for accountability, check-ins, honesty 
Christy, and we do Zooms each week talking about subjects just like this. We do a newsletter. It's just a wonderful group of women. It's kind, it's accepting, and uh, I'm super proud of it. So you can find out more about our two subscription options. We have a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if what place is right for you. So check it out. And also, you can check us out on social media. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at We Only Look Thin. Or if you would like to uh, find yourselves in our email inbox, you can send us an email to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We appreciate episode suggestions. We have turned listener questions into episodes of this show. Uh, we haven't done that in a while, actually. Uh, we will answer your questions eventually, but uh, you can contact us that way. And you know what? Before we go forward, I'm actually going to give a shout out to a new listener oh. who found us, Clary. That's all I'll say. Uh, Clary found <laughs> us and said that uh, they are a new listener to the podcast, that we're an inspiration nation. Welcome. Not wrong. They're definitely right. No, definitely um, right. But it's honestly just sort of crazy to us that we are still getting new fans, new listeners all these years later. So we truly appreciate uh, any new listener who's giving us a try. It means so much to know that we are a part of your weight loss journey. And uh, speaking of which, if you're a listener and have a couple of extra minutes and can uh, head over to Apple Podcast and oh, leave yeah. us a rating and a review, not only does it help people like Clary find us, uh, but it also warms the cockles of our hearts. Very important <laughs> sure in this does. season. Uh, but it, it really does boost us in the ratings when people are looking for us. So if you could head over there, it would mean quite a lot. Absolutely. And another thing you could do is just tell people about the show. If you uh, are in uh, around somebody who you think might enjoy the show, if you know somebody, uh, you know, suggest it. If it comes up in conversation, uh, you know, one of the best ways that the show grows is from word of mouth. And we appreciate you talking about us yep so if you're still confused about whether Michelob owns the night <laughs> or no one does just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration, inspiration. the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only the hosts are not medical professionals you should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.